Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Ever heard the saying, bigger is better? Well, guess what? It's not necessarily true. In today's story, we'll meet a character who's anything but big. But when it comes to patience, focus, and creativity, she's huge. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called Naming the Tree. Versions of this tale come from parts of Africa. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this folktale, including Chloe Coleman. Kids, you might know Chloe from Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made on Disney+. And you grown-ups may have seen Chloe in Big Little Lies on HBO, Upload on Amazon, and My Spy. This story continues our special summer series with the Boston Symphony Orchestra with musical accompaniment by BSO tuba player Mike Roylands. So circle around, everyone, for Naming the Tree. Long ago, back when animals ruled the earth, a great drought came to the land. Not one drop of rain fell from the sky, so the ground grew scorched, baked, and dusty, and the long, tall grass shriveled, withered, and wilted. The great drought led to a great famine, and the animals roamed the plains searching for something, anything, to fill their bellies. But they couldn't find a thing to eat. Until... Miraculously, sprouting up in the middle of the vast, sunburnt plains was a lofty, leafy tree with a thick, gnarled trunk. The tree's strong, sturdy branches were bursting with ripe, fragrant, juicy fruit, all of them different colors of the rainbow. As the animals gaped at the tree with watering mouths, Elephant used his strong gray trunk to grasp one of the plump fruits. He gave the fruit a tug, but it held fast to the branch. Ah, just as I suspected. Elephant let go of the fruit and turned to his fellow animals. My friends, I've heard stories about this tree. Legend has it it's a magic tree, and its rainbow-colored fruit will cling to its branches and never come off. Unless we can say the tree's name. The animals were intrigued. Okay. So... What's the name of the tree, Elephant? Yes. What's the name of the tree? Tell us what it's called. Tell us the name. Please. Oh, I want to know. Elephant held up his trunk. The animals quieted down. Uh, The truth is, my friends, I don't actually know the tree's name. The only one who does know is the king of the beasts himself, Lion. So, 
My question is, which one of you will go and ask Lion the name of the tree? The animals exchanged a nervous glance. All of them knew that Lion lived far across the plains, over the hills, and deep within the jungle. The great creature rarely emerged from his den, and he was always grouchy, grumbly, and grumpy. Oh, come on now, friends. Surely one of you can visit Lion and find out the name of the tree, so that we can enjoy this succulent, sweet-smelling fruit. Anyone? Anyone? I'll do it, elephant. The animals all stared at tortoise. I'll go and ask Lion the name of the tree. Elephant knelt down, lowered his trunk, and gave tortoise's tiny head a gentle pat. Oh, tortoise, I appreciate your offer, but look at you. You're so small, so slow. By the time you return from Lion's Den, all of us will have wasted away from hunger. Elephant got back to his feet. No, we want to send someone who's swift and nimble. Someone like his eyes darted from animal to animal. Like hare, hare. Why don't you go across the plains, over the hills, and into the jungle to ask Lion the name of the tree? Hare wiggled her slender ears and twitched her whiskery nose. Well, <laughs> I am swift and nimble, the swiftest and nimblest, in fact. You know what? I'll do it. So swift, nimble Hare jumped across the plains, hopped over the hills, and leaped through the jungle, all the way to Lion's den. Hi there, Lion. Do you have a minute? Unbeknownst to Hare, Lion was about to settle down for a nap. The great beast lifted his shaggy golden head and rolled his big amber eyes. I suppose I have a minute, but that's all. What is it, Hare? Well, lion, it hasn't rained in ages, and the animals are very hungry. But we found the magic tree in the middle of the plains, the one that grows juicy rainbow-colored fruits. So I wonder, could you please tell me the tree's name? Lion opened his mighty jaws and let out a yawn. <sighs> So, you wish to know the name of the magic tree in the middle of the plains that grows juicy, rainbow-colored fruits? The name of the tree is Awungalema. Awungalema. That's right. Say that name, and you and the other animals can eat as many juicy, rainbow-colored fruits as you want. Now beat it, hare. I have a cat nap to take. Hare's heart and legs were racing as she scurried away from Lion's den. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! We'll be stuffing ourselves on juicy rainbow-colored fruits in no time, thanks to my swift and nimble feet. Let's see how fast these babies can go. Hare began sprinting faster. Woohoo! And faster. Look at me! 
And soon she was going so fast that as she burst out of the jungle and headed toward the hills, her paw got snagged in a vine hanging from a baobab tree. Oh, no. Hair wriggled this way and that as she scrambled to untangle herself from the creeper. Oh, come on. Come on. And when she finally broke free, oh, whew, she sped back over the hills and across the plains at such a breakneck pace, her slender body looked like a blur. When Hare returned to the magic tree, Elephant and the other animals leaned in with hopeful eyes and bated breath. Well, Hare, tell us, what's the name of the tree? Hare grinned. Okay, everybody. <laughs> the name of the tree is... His... Um, um. Hare racked her brain, trying to remember what Lion told her. But her unexpected tango with the vine had knocked the tree's name right out of her head. The name is... Uh, uh, um, uh, I forgot. The animal's faces dropped. Elephant shrugged. Mm, that's okay, Hare. That's okay. We'll just have to send someone else. Well, what about me? Once again, all eyes turned to Tortoise. I told you, Elephant. I'll do it. I'll go ask Lion the name of the tree. Elephant shook his head. <laughs> That's very sweet of you, Tortoise. But like I said, you're just too small and slow. And besides, after what happened with Hare, we need someone who will actually remember what Lion tells them. Someone who won't forget. Someone who... Oh, wait a minute! His eyes lit up. That's me! Elephants never forget! It was true. Elephant had an excellent memory. So, with his wrinkly gray tail swinging behind him, Elephant set off for Lion's Den to find out the name of the magic tree. What do you think will happen next? Will Elephant learn the tree's name and remember it? We'll find out after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? It's a super fun way to support the public radio podcast you love and get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with special Circle Round Club swag, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, ad-free episodes, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. 
Sign up now at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today our story is called Naming the Tree. Before the break, during a great drought and famine, the animals found a magical tree that was actually bearing fruit. But the animals couldn't pick the fruit until they said the name of the tree. And the only one who knew the tree's name was Lion, who lived across the plains, over the hills, and deep within the jungle. First, Lion told the name to Hare, but the swift, nimble creature rushed away so quickly she got caught in a vine, and the name vanished from her head. So, Elephant volunteered. The massive creature tromped across the plains, tramped over the hills, and trundled through the jungle, all the way to Lion's Den. Good day, Lion. Can we talk? After Hare left Lion's Den, the King of Beasts was finally able to conk out and grab some Z's. So he was none too pleased when Elephant lumbered in and roused him from his snooze. Uh, What is it, Elephant? I'm trying to sleep. I'm sorry, Lion. It's just that we haven't seen rain in forever, and all the animals are famished, and... Let me guess. You wish to know the name of the magic tree in the middle of the plains that grows juicy rainbow-colored fruits... The name of the tree is Awungalema. Uh, Awungalema? You've got it. Say that name, and you and the other animals can eat as many juicy, rainbow-colored fruits as you want. Now leave me be. I've been trying to get my forty winks, and I have at least thirty-nine more to go. Elephant was beaming from big floppy ear to big floppy ear as he stamped away from Lion's Den. Oh, this is wonderful! (laughs) We'll be devouring that juicy rainbow-colored fruit for days and days, thanks to my marvelous memory. (laughs) My mind is as tight as a drum. It's as sticky as a spider web. Elephant picked up his pace as he chuckled to himself. (laughs) My mind's as sharp as a tack, as absorbent as a sponge. (laughs) Elephant was so busy praising his marvelous memory that as he stomped out of the jungle and headed toward the hills, he didn't notice a fallen log blocking his path. Before he knew what was happening, he stumbled over the log. Whoa! And his huge gray body came crashing to the ground. Elephant gritted his teeth as he struggled to stand up. Oh dear. Oh, oh, oh dear. And when he was finally back on his feet... Ah, thank goodness. He waddled back over the hills and across the plains as quick as his wrinkly gray legs could carry him. When he returned to the tree, the other animals were trembling with anticipation. 
elephant. You're back. Do you know the name of the tree? You have to tell us what it is. Please tell us. All right, friends. <sighs> the name of the tree is uh, is uh. Elephant scanned his brain, trying to recall what Lion said, but the surprise trip over the log had erased his memory. The, the, the name is uh. uh I forgot. Elephant bowed his head. I'm sorry, friends. Uh, but just because Hare couldn't remember the tree's name and I couldn't remember the tree's name, it doesn't mean that nobody can remember the tree's name. Uh, surely somebody else can give it a go. For a moment, all the animals were quiet. And then... Oh, for Pete's sake! Tortoise spoke up. How many times do I have to tell you, Elephant? I'll do it. I'll go and ask Lion the name of the tree. She cocked her tiny head. And I'll remember it, too. Then, with her short green legs inching along, Tortoise crawled across the plains, crept over the hills, and plodded through the jungle. She traveled all night, and when she reached Lion's Den, it wasn't yet dawn, and the King of Beasts was still fast asleep. Uh, excuse me, Lion? I, I hope I'm not disturbing you. When Lion heard Tortoise's voice, he peeled one eye open and scowled. Actually, you are disturbing me, Tortoise. I was having the most wonderful dream. I apologize, Lion, but... No, no, no. I know exactly what you're going to say. You wish to know the name of the magic tree in the middle of the plains that grows juicy, rainbow-colored fruits. Well, for the last time, the name of the tree is... Awungalema. Awungalema. Indeed. Say that name, and you and the other animals can eat as many juicy, rainbow-colored fruits as you want. Now please go away. This beast needs his beauty rest. Tortoise repeated the tree's name as she crept away from Lion's Den. Awungalema! 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 She repeated it one way as she inched through the jungle. A woongalema, woongalema, a woongalema. Then another way. A woongalema, a woongalema, a woongalema. Then another way. A woongalema, a woongalema, a woongalema. And when she left the jungle and shuffled over the hills. A woongalema, a woongalema, a woongalema. The name was etched into her memory. Awungalema, Awungalema, Awungalema. After many hours, Tortoise finally returned to the tree. By the time she arrived, the other animals were sprawled out on the sun baked earth. 
their eyes closed, their bellies empty. But when Tortoise raised her head, puffed out her chest, and called out, A Woongalema! Everyone rose up, and as they did, the juicy, fragrant, rainbow-colored fruits popped right off the tree's branches and fell toward the ground. The animals sang, the animals cheered, the animals ate rainbow-colored fruit till their bellies were bursting. And that was the last time they looked down on Tortoise for having a scrawny body. Instead, they looked up to her for having a strong mind. And rather than poo-poo her slow feet, they praised her steady ones. Now it's your turn. Think about a time you felt strong, in body, or mind, or both. Find a piece of paper and something to draw with, and create a picture that shows your experience. Once you're done, show it to a grown-up in your life and tell them all about it. Then ask your grown-up to describe a time they felt strong. This week's story, Naming the Tree, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Circle Round's executive producer, Catherine Brewer. Our original music and sound designs by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Special thanks to this week's actors. Gabriela Fernandez-Coffee, Kevin Corbett, Jessica Rao, Jefferson Russell, Chris Tucci, Craig Wallace, Laura K. Welsh, and Chloe Coleman. Kids, you can see Chloe in Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made on Disney+. Plus. And grown-ups, look for Chloe in Upload on Amazon, Big Little Lies on HBO, as well as the feature film My Spy. Our featured instrument this week was the tuba, played by Boston Symphony Orchestra member Mike Roylance. You can learn more about this member of the Brass family and see a photo on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Meera. I live in New Delhi, India. And my favorite Circle Round story is the nine sticks in the fa- My favorite part is when Beerball catches the jewelry thief. My name is Canva. I live in California. My favorite Circle Round story is the tug of war. I like it when Turtle tricks Elephant and Hippo that he is the strongest. Hi, my name is Maddie and I'm from California. My favorite circle round is Fire from the Other Side of the World. And I like the part when the spider got the fire from the other side of the world. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single circle round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.